ACASTCAST. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in-store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum. Restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues, with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement. Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, it becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's with great pleasure that I have the opportunity of welcoming Dr. Harmony on the show today. Dr. Harmony is a best-selling author, twin flame ascension expert, personal mastery transformational coach, intuitive energy healer, and spiritual mentor. Have you ever met someone who you thought might be your twin flame or someone who has a deep soul connection with you to the point that you feel like they're your other half spiritually? I'm excited to have Dr. Harmony on our show to discuss this important topic. Dr. Harmony is a twin flame ascension expert and an alchemist of love, creating universal heart oneness. She's the creator of Awaken Your Soul Blueprint and Reprogram Your Childhood Wounds program, along with Reboot Your Twin Flame Soul Blueprint, a three-step coaching program that has helped thousands of twin flames, star seeds, and light workers around the globe face their fears, find freedom, and glow forward on fire so that they can reunite and experience real love. She also facilitates her Awaken Your Lover Within VIP and group retreats, which is designed to de-armor your body, mind, and heart, and soul with the use of tantric techniques. Her background is in holistic wellness that includes chiropractic and vibrational medicine, as well as intuitive energy healing. She's the author of the best-selling book, Twin Flame Codebreaker, a nonfiction five-part series where she reveals her real-life Da Vinci Code story, providing greater awareness for other twin flames around the globe as they awaken to their identity by the masses with a collective purpose of redefining relationships and creating a self-love revolution. Dr. Harmony's website is www.twinflameexpert.com. It's with great pleasure that I welcome Dr. Harmony to the show. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. (laughs) 
Thank you. Uh, Thank you so much. It's an honor. I came across your information, and, and as I said to you before we started our show, I've been wanting to have I've been I've been it's a goal of mine for the show to have a twin flame expert talk about this topic because so many people I know have experienced this type of phenomenon and most of them don't understand it and they they seem tortured by it. And mm-hmm. I wanted to see if you could first explain to our audience what's your understanding of a twin flame and how how frequent is it that people can find their twin flame in, during their lifetime. Okay. So there's a lot of layers to those questions. So I'm going to kind of answer all of them, but I want to start by saying that you don't have to worry about finding your twin flame because it's such a divine appointment that your twin flame will find you. And so when it aligns, (laughs) it it is purposely and its primary intention is to help you awaken to your greatest and best self. And it's done through an alchemical connection of energy. We're all energetic beings. And the activation that occurs when you come into contact creates an enlightenment and awakening that puts everyone through this ascension path that the whole world is on. It's just that twin flames collectively in this era came here to Redefine, redefine the relationships and to create a self-love revolution. So more twin flames than the history of ever time that they date all the way back to biblical times and all the way back prior to that, more than history is came in a mass uni- reuniting collectively to change humanity to help re-template and break down old belief systems, paradigms, structures, religion, cultural conditions, the educational system, as we know, our government, and all kinds of things that are going on right now. So basically when people, it's so confusing because when you get activated, it awakens you to a higher love that is intoxicating at first, and it cannot be like it's something you've never felt and it's very energetic and you can feel this magnetic pull. And it, the goal of that pull is to purge your soul and purify it from the beginning of time so that you can let go of all the toxicity, all of the soul's memory of the abandonment issues and, and codependency so that you can basically free your soul to find more of you, to create more self-love, to then, if you want an ultimate relationship, it starts with you. So kind of in a nutshell, that's a big picture, but that's a lot going on, yeah. and there's so much more below that. <laughs> I've, uh, I think that's a phenomenal uh, encapsulation of the, the topic because I personally can say that it's one of these issues that even if you read up on it, it still becomes this elusive thing because mm-hmm. some people will so talk taboo. about how the twins <laughs> – Taboo as well, right? And some people yes. will bring up how your twin flame isn't really somebody you could have a relationship with because there's a runner and a pursuer or a chaser and timing doesn't always line up. And I wanted to see if you can kind of address that with, because I'm a positive thinking person. And when somebody tells me that if you meet your twin flame, there's a good possibility you won't be able to work things out with them. And I know what you're talking about, the karmic growth and all those kind of things and the purifying and the purging. But is it possible to develop a relationship over the long run with someone you think might be your twin flame? Absolutely. But what I will say is the plan is bigger than our individual desire because of the collective 
shift in consciousness that we chose to make in this lifetime. But how that works and aligns is there's actually three waves of twin flames that Dolores Cannon talked about, about the three waves of volunteers. And so we have this portal of time in the shift in consciousness. And there's a piece of it that depends on your collective mission with your twin flame as to the timeline that you connected with them or that you come into union with them or that you're coming into realignment or reunion with them. But the thing is, is you're to come in to polarize each other from a standpoint of kind of be a little bit like pulling out your shadows and your light so that you can find from those polarities the neutrality and balance in yourself. So it's a very much a maturing thing to not run from your own shadows. That's where the runner chaser comes from. Because technically, when you know, you're coming to that twin flame energy and that high vibrational connection, that elite feeling, then puts you on a path of viewing your shadows. And everyone, it creates a lot of fear. And one of the most like, impactful fears of that is, is like, oh, you know, because it typically happens, say, when somebody might be already married or, you know, in other areas, things in their life that they have to clean up. And it forces them to face what's going on in their reality to know that I have to make changes in that to have this kind of love. And people then get scared of making the shift that they need to make to raise and rise above where they're at, basically. And they don't know how to do that, and they're too fearful to do that. But it's very possible to come into that alignment. It's just also because, of, you know, there's much more of a divine connection here going on that we don't know in our contracts with each other. That's the soul contract. It really depends on what we signed up for as well. But when in that, what I will tell you is that they are our mirror, and they are to show us what it is we need to see in ourselves to grow. And what most of the time, what's the perceived chaser is not willing to look at them own selves either, meaning they're run you're running from yourself. So it's about turning that mirrored reflection back to the self and to stop that runner chaser, it has to stop inside first. You know, that's uh, a great point, the runner chaser dynamic. So if I'm right, because I've been studying this, if I'm right, you may come across your twin flame. You might have this amazing experience with that person. You just don't understand. It's like you know them. It's like you felt like you've been with them before and everything seems so like magical about it, like you said, intoxicating. The love of it, it's crazy how you could meet somebody and have that deep connection so almost immediately. And then I think if I'm right when I say that one of the twin flames gets scared off by it and they decide to depart and ghost you or run away, and then the other one will likely keep chasing or pursuing the twin flame. And what are the questions correct. I want to ask you is, when, instead of chasing the other person, is it better that you suggest that you work within yourself, improve yourself and purge your insecurities and your inadequacies and send healing, loving energy to the other person to help the reunite, re, reunification down the road? That's exactly it. That's it. And that's that self-love process so that you can, you can, if you balance yourself and clear, because if you're chasing most of the time that is coming from a void of codependency and addictive behaviors and, you know, code, uh, the abandonment issues that we've all experienced in our soul's timeline. So it creates this connection 
with that magnetic pull that can be obsessive, really. And we have to learn how to, some people get really confused on that letting go process because they're like, well, like one, how can I let go of my twin flame if they're me? But what you got to realize, letting go of your twin flame is you letting go of your shadows. So when you like your, your twin, letting there's your twin mirrors, those shadows to you, they're helping you purge those dark sides of yourself. So as you let go of your dark sides, you're, you're physically letting go of the connection that you feel for the obsessive, that compulsion of like magnetic pull. So when you do that, then, then the energy between you begins to harmonize and you become in balance because one of the things that's so important that most people don't really know what's happening in this, I have a background with my chiropractic background the whole time. I didn't realize it in quantum physics that I was in training for quantum physics counterpart templates. So what that means is we have an energetic template that's like a battery or a magnet of the balance between our masculine and feminine energies and the positive and negative and shadows and light. And we can bring those into balance in ourselves. Then our twin flame will magnetize to us and come to us versus, you know, like the, the magnet where if you're pushing and you're trying to reach and you're seeking and which is creating more separation, it pushes it away from you. Interesting. Let me ask you this. With reference to the dynamic when you're separated from each other, like when you're not, you know, you're not communicating and you feel, you know, frustrated, I'm sure, going through all that, is there a possibility your twin flame, because I think somebody who goes through that is probably going to fear, will this twin flame ever come back if they run and they don't oh. talk to you and they don't communicate? What is your opinion on that? That's the biggest fear. <laughs> Most people are afraid that if they let go, that they're, one, never going to experience that kind of love again and that they won't come back. And they're also afraid to be themselves because what happens a lot of times, the runner, every time you let go energetically, when I say let go in this right now, when I talk energetically, because the minute you release your resistance and your cling and your attachment to your twin, they energetically feel it. It gives them the space to then show up to come in. And as they do that, then what most of the time happen is that perceived chaser, then it's like, oh, they got it this time. They're here. They're coming back. And they like come right in again. And, you know, as that happens, that basically pushes them away again. But um, basically the one that's, that's coming back is really that what or the goal I should say about coming back means that enough was cleared that a lot of times what it is is now another layer of this purge. And every time you go through this layer, which most people talk about as the dark night of the soul, releasing all that karma, you might go really deep and into that darkness, but you come out of it a higher version of yourself every time. And as you do so, your twin flame will come back also at a higher version to, to come into more connection so it's really important to like not jump in or attach or cling to them thinking that they're back and using them to fill your own void. Understandable. So you have to, ha you have, to have enough confidence with yourself and self-love to not be an enabler or not to be codependent. Absolutely. And I've been back. calling it managing lately because a lot of where we're at personally with that healing is 
this this kind of started and 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 when I talk divine masculine divine feminine it's not necessarily male or female but typically you know it's primarily divine feminine is more of the female um, but it doesn't have to be but what's happened in the history of time the divine feminine has emotionally emasculated the divine masculine and they've been in control they've caused um, not allowed emotions to come through and and the divine masculine has not been able to manage their own self. So collectively, a lot of the feminine out there have been going through this ascension process and experiencing this for like intensely for at least five years now, like five to seven, um, as in time has condensed and compressed like these mass shift um, with lots of people waking up to this consciousness and and interactions with their twin flame to awaken them to this. But as collectively now, the divine feminine has started to gain their power. They've started to come into more ability to heal themselves and to create this self-love. And now collectively it's letting the divine masculine come in more healed. So it's, it's shifting. It's shifting. When you use, yeah, when you use these words, divine feminine, divine masculine, my audience may not understand those terms. Can you yes. can you can explain it from I a sure layperson perspective so they can kind of connect? Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So divine feminine is considered, um, as I said, typically maybe female. However, um, it doesn't have to be gender. As I said, it's more of a feminine energy. So we're bringing and restoring in this self-love idea, this going through an ascension awakening to a higher self of learning how to be connected to the divinity within. And so the divinity within would be like the alpha, the omega, the yin and the yang and the masculine, the feminine versions within. So divine is more the divinity of the soul, the higher self, the connection to source energy and that we connect to source energy, making it, the divine feminine side of source energy, the divine masculine side of source energy, but that okay. exists inside of us. And we're bringing balance let's, to that energy within. Let's break it down one step further. What is source energy? Source energy would be that collective consciousness that is really God or God is an okay. energy. And collectively we make up like when one heals, we all heal. And, our inner, what we do within heals everything. And if you took every one of us on this planet, we are an example of God, an extension that in the good, the bad, the dark, the light, because God is everything. And so that energy of the universal energy, the universal love, it is a real magnetic force that holds this entire universe together. And we connect to that in our soul. And so, like, when we, as we're connected to it, we're part of it. And so, it's like plugging in your battery or, or your phone with an extension cord. You're plugged into that source. And that's your source to charge you up and help you um, connect to that collective consciousness of energy. I love, the, I love that answer. <laughs> that's a great way of summarizing <laughs> it. really is. I want to ask you this, the thousands of twin flames that you've worked with, what's the most common theme you find that's a struggle for them, that you work with them and help them through? 
trust. The biggest thing is trust, and it's about everything. It's about most, like say with twin flames, the number one thing is, am I or will I be with my twin flame? Can I trust that I let go that they're going to be the one at that finish line? And I didn't complete something I was talking about earlier, but what I've, you know, the concept of twin flames, the, just that word in itself, like you were saying that that's like being labeled with a disease based on the information (laughs) out there. So it's like, we need to lose the label and we're not necessarily going to, but we're not only, we're redefining everything. So as we redefine ourselves as a relationship, the idea of twin flames also needs to be redefined because we're upgrading the consciousness of even communication. So when I say lose lose the label as far as the twin flame label, if we can just think about it in terms of whether they are our twin flame or not, they're doing their job if they're doing these things for us and not to us like we might think. And that moment we've feel that rejection or what they're doing to us, what we think they're doing, if we take responsibility and see a reflection and we heal that within that wound that they're triggering, we can then come into a place of seeing our own part in it. We can heal that. That will help us then trust ourselves is where I was going with this because we don't trust the process of what's happening because we don't trust inside of ourselves who we are, our gifts, our connection, our journey, our purpose. And when we can come into this place of trusting those things, then we begin to trust the process of what's happening in this journey. I'll, I'll share this with you. Uh, one of the reasons I was motivated to have this show is I actually came across someone I believe might be one of my, might be a twin flame or some type of soul <laughs> connection to me last fall. And mm-hmm. I'm in that departure stage <laughs> where you don't talk to each other. And, and I'll yeah. tell you something, my close friends, the people who know about this, they think I'm crazy. They think that yeah. like, cause I was, I was previously in a long-term relationship and I ended that last year cause we were just on divergent paths. All I'll say is the person that I think might be the twin flame person by my intensity for that person's more than I had with my ex of eight and a half years. And it's crazy mm-hmm. to admit that, but, and anyway, it's very encompassing. So seeing it firsthand play out. And as you describe what you're talking about, I I really do personally connect to a lot of the stuff we're discussing here. I, uh, I know you mentioned in your, in your background that you had your own twin flame. Is that right? That's correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Are you comfortable sharing that experience with our audience? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm an open book at this point. I mean, my story's in my book and (laughs) I have multiple books coming, and I know that this is definitely, I am on the path of working with Twin Flames to basically, honestly, blueprint, for one, based on what I've been shown, um, as far as how to create this bridge to finding yourself. And I know that I've done that, and so now I'm teaching other people how. But I will tell you that um, I have, my Twin Flame true connection in that and I'm going to call it a true connection right now because I've also had other ascension teachers that can play out and mimic those same parallels and give you the same experience and that's just like way into another thing that can be confusing but typically the one that you go open that paradox that are that uh, Pandora's box with that's the one that typically becomes that most impactful person that connects you and 
helps you find you and helps you align with your purpose and mission. It's the ultimate goal of the Twin Flame journey. We had known each other, both chiropractors, met in chiropractic school. We both had car accidents that triggered neck pain, that triggered jaw pain. That is how we both became chiropractors. And through our journey, I went to him for everything for my chiropractic office and business. And, you know, I, we both, he was married. We actually got married in school a day apart. I got divorced. He was still married. I ended up in another relationship. But when we ended those relationships, when I ended that relationship and he ended like his marriage after 20 years, we came back together in a new way. And I say came back together. I shouldn't even say back together. We'd been in together. Like I practiced a mile from him. I practiced in his his own building. I, we just, he's like my brother. So I had, we have like this whole brother-sister dynamic. So that's something to point out. It doesn't always have to be romantic in nature. Our connection is so mission-oriented. But I went to him for 20 years for business to teach me. It was like my wingman to like make me feel safe in business when I started a business having no idea what I was doing. And that's what a twin flame do that can and will do is become your teacher and help you with so many different things. And we did this kind of back and forth and you also tend to parallel things and parallel certain things I was just saying about your life path, but then the skills within you can be like strengths and weaknesses that plug each other's leaks. So that when you come together, you create a complete unit to create the synergy between the two of you. And so in that process, though, we had um, ended relationships and we came together in such a way that was the first time we met soulfully. And the minute I was helping him heal through going through a divorce and trying to do some healing energetically because he didn't do quite as much energy work as I had been doing. Our souls locked and created this connection that we both were like drunk for like two and three days. If that's what can happen when you create a bond. I mean, but what's so bizarre is we had already been together in, in uh, physical contact for 20 years, but we never met on a soul level. And what quickly happened is I was already psychically connected and already very intuitive and as was he, but it took my spiritual gifts and put it on steroids. <laughs> Like because I then became so enlightened and I was tapping in dimensions and downloading star patterns and, you know, blueprints and programs. And basically the program I have of the Reboot Your Soul, the Reboot Your Twin Soul Blueprint was the program I did with him one-on-one, -on -one, the first person I ever did it with. And that has healed thousands of people. That's amazing. So That's really, I mean, yes. That's amazing. What a great story. And so yeah. you were still part of each other's lives for 20 years, and then yes. you, you reconnected. Let me, let me ask you this. In terms of the stages that people always talk about, there's like seven stages of twin flames. Do you buy into that, or do you have your own theory about that? There are definitely stages of it, but it goes hand-in-hand hand in parallel between the stages of your own personal ascension and rising up into that higher version of you that also parallels the stages of your connection and your interaction and your merger or your reunion is what most people call that. So yes, those stages are real and they, they are very real. My other question to you would be that 
if you were separated from your twin flame and you don't communicate to each other, some people think that you could telepathically communicate with your twin flame. Do you believe that as well? Absolutely, because you carry one soul blueprint. And I've actually tracked this out in a scientific type <laughs> pattern <laughs> because of my, my background. This is why this is why I what I bring to the table because the wow. telepathic communication comes through this energetic template that's a very real quantum physics connection that literally creates your personal self in what's called the Merkaba star pattern, the star of the man with his hands out and the feet, and it shows like a star pattern. Like that's the energetic field. Everybody knows about the aura, you know? So when yes. you, everyone has their own aura, let's put it that way. When you come together with two people, the aura you each have creates what's called a third body. And in the third body is the communication. And that happens with every one of us and any person you come into contact with. But with your twin flame, that connection and communication is the same blueprint or the same system that is shared between the two of you, which is different than what when you come into contact with other people. Have you... Have you ever seen twin flames get married? Yes. In fact, my son is a twin flame, and he's um, – I've seen other twin flames get married, but I just have to tell you uh, personally right now, I have two of my family. My son is, is with his twin flame. They've had their own little journey, but they're getting married in October, and i got to tell you something. My brother is a – Thank you. And you know what? People ask me he, – he's a second waiver, and I'm a first waiver, by the way, on the waves that we're talking about. Um, okay. But people have asked me, like, how did he do it? And I said, well, I did a lot of it so he wouldn't have to. And him and I have our own <laughs> journey and, and, you know, all these things. But the karma I cleared was enough to carry through. He's had his own karma to clear all this. I can promise you that, too. But it's true. That's how we're breaking generational curses and cultural conditions in this. So it, part of that is I did a lot where he wouldn't have to do as much. But I got to tell you something that blew me away. My brother is a COVID divorcee, okay? You know how everybody's talking about the COVID divorcees? My brother is a COVID divorcee of a 20-plus-year, like, miserable marriage, left the marriage during this COVID thing, and he met his twin flame within weeks after, I mean, like, I don't know how many, like, three, maybe three weeks, four weeks. <laughs> he's, met, he's met his twin flame they're engaged and they're getting married in November. In fact, they picked the same day as my son. And when they found out it was the same day, then she's like, we're not going to do that. So within about two and a half, three weeks apart, I have two twin flame family weddings to go to. Congratulations on that harmony in the family. Yes, right? <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask you this. When you look at twin flames and you help people work through things, what type of exercises do you suggest to people that come to you for help? Like what kind of purging, what kind of inner work help the transition from one stage to the next? So for example, if you're not united, you know, if you work on yourself, what kind of things would you suggest to our audience? Hopefully they, they reach out to you, but let's say before they yeah. do that, they still are dealing with this. What kind of, what kind of suggestions would you make? Yes. Yeah, so the first thing I would say to that is there's there's a process that I use. It's a three-step process. And the, the first process, you've got to release your past, 
it raises and you do things to raise your vibration and then you kind of reclaim your power and the love and your life from a higher state of being so that you're attracting in the highest version of you. But to where you start basically in that release in your past is you need to clear the energetic system, meaning your soul and that soul blueprint that I was talking about of karma. And that needs to be that you need to clean up karmic contracts you've made with people and partners and including and especially your twin flame, you know, finishing contracts, that agreements that have said you're making vows to certain karmic debts, certain lessons you've chosen to learn. And you need to cancel basically all these vows that we took on in our soul that we no longer need. They no longer serve a purpose anymore. So we need to cancel the karmic debts, cancel the um, karmic vows, and we need to finish up the soul contracts. In addition to that, our energy from the experiences and the people and especially relationship partners can energetically core to us and they're still with us and they're causing interference between you and everything you're trying to achieve. And so we need to cut energetic cords to these people, experiences, let go of your story. And you also need to reprogram your heart because your heart can carry the pain. And a lot of pain goes along with this journey. And the reason for that is to basically crack your heart open so that you let out all of the pain you've experienced for your entire soul. That's why this twin flame love is so deep. And hurt also so bad and all at the same time to expand your ability to feel. And when you let go and purify that heart, then in that expansion of that, you're able to then restore love from a higher place. And and I don't know if people are necessarily familiar with the chakra system, but we have the heart chakra. And what happens is in this process of healing yourself, you heal and restore your lower chakras and the lower system, and your heart chakra becomes the heart chakra, or the root chakra, I should say, of your higher soul. And then when that happens, we become connected to our higher self, because when your twin flame activates you, and this also happens with everyone, but keep in mind, your twin flame will accelerate the process. So as we go through the ascension process, we're activating what's called the 12 chakra system. And to do that, we need to do what it takes to activate it. We need to do what it takes to remove the interference that's blocking the connection to that. And then then is also blocking us from connecting to that source energy I talked about earlier so that we can vibrate at our highest frequency because we're energetic beings of who it is we are. And that then will put us in alignment with basically our destiny with everything. Because once you master that self-love within yourself with your twin and that you come into the self-love and you start to experience more balance in your life and more synergy with all your relationships because you heal the one with your twin or yourself, I should say, you heal it with everyone. And then you can experience what's called twin flame love. That's a higher version of love that's unconditional without expectations and conditions that we've all placed on everyone around us so that we can then be free to experience love with everyone, really. A healthy and healthy, that's the key. 
Yeah, I like the way that you uh, you mentioned that. One of the things I'm looking at on your website, I, I just have as a point of reference, I like the way that you put self-love revolution and you capitalize evolve, evolve for yeah. revolution and self-love. Tell, tell our audience mm-hmm. a little about that in terms of how you conceptualize what a self-love revolution is. It might be what you're talking about right now. It might be on point, but I just thought I thought yeah. Well, I, I want to state something that I saw when you said that, that I want to mention is like the self and the, the love part I have like bolded. And then after you put the R on the E B O L for revolution, it's also, I've got highlighted and bolded. So it looks like love is mirrored in reverse. So, yeah. okay, yes, you see that? So basically, yeah. everything around us is a mirror. So the self-love revolution, to con- I'm going to start with what I'm about to say, and then I'll, I'll piggyback it into kind of your question. So when we come into the self-love and we experience this higher love with ourselves, the ultimate relationship with us in a healthy way, and we take back our power, we stop being, you know, managing other people's things and being the fixer and the codependent and the alpha and the controller and the parent and all these things we've taken on that we've been taught in these relationships. We take back that power and we find that confidence inside to speak our own truth and get to know what our truth is because we've been programmed by the belief systems of others. So we're letting all those beliefs go. But when we do that, and I said that when one heals, we all heal. The revolution is, this is the wave of the new future of self-love. We are moving beyond the concept of even just twin flames because it's, we're moving into collective oneness of all that is. And the revolution of self-love means that we all become like in a place of whole, complete harmony love you know like the 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 fifth dimension band that sung the age of aquarius because that's what this whole revolution the golden era is about this whole aquarian timeline that's going to be started in 2012 that will be for 2150 years so it's all about peace love harmony and that's why this i call it plandemic is going on because enough of us have been on this revolution long enough to find enough self-love we've raised the consciousness of the planet and the karma can no longer exist in the vibration of the collective anymore. So we're having a collective purge right now. We're, right now what we're going through in this pandemic is a, it is a basically karmic purge of the collective, of the dark night of the soul, I should say. And so we're purifying that on a level that the whole world's waking up in some form. That's a revolution. And that's coming from within. And that's about us finding, you know, what it's also unifying. Like, look at all of the, these structures and systems are breaking apart to release what's not working. So we can bring light to those shadows and we can come back together in unity, which is the whole concept of Twin Flames and the self-love revolution that Twin Flames is all about. When you find that you're dealing with pain and you go through this, does the one Twin Flame acknowledge that when they depart, they might hurt the other twin flame? Or is that something that they're usually so self-absorbed they don't notice it because of the dynamic? So when you say depart, are you referring to more the runner doesn't acknowledge it? Yeah. Is that kind of what you... The runner. Okay, that's what I wanted to make sure. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. So one of the things in this, you have to realize there's two parts being held there. 
One is kind of the, the, what I call the generator of the energy, and one becomes more of the electric of the energy. So one's more of a creator, and one's just kind of anchoring the energy. The one anchoring the energy may not be as conscious or awakened or as in tune or feel as much. So they may not notice what's going on as much as the more awakened twin does. That's going to be more connected to their, most of them are empaths, so they're very in tune with their body or they feel so much more pain and they're creating that. But what you have to realize is that runner can't see it from the enlightened person. They usually can only get their experience with with somebody that can they can be the light for. So until they can be the light for someone, they don't get the same side of the experience the enlightened one does. That's why there's karmic partners, so to speak, or you know partners that are coming in to give them other experiences so that they can wake up for themselves and then take their own power back. And they, you know, we can tell people all day long how to ride a bike, but until you get on one and you take off and you figure it out, you can't do it necessarily just by someone telling you how to do it. You've got to get in it. You've got to do it. And everyone has to do their own work. And the sooner we let go of trying to manage and fix the other one, the faster you're going to experience love for we, you know, all of us will even at that point That's because great. it's collective. I really like that. I want to get into your um, your book, Twin Flame Codebreaker. If you could mm-hmm. tell us a little about what motivated you to write the book and what would our audience expect if they were to order it and review it. Okay. So the inspiration came through an awakened process of knowing it was my divine path and mission. I knew I was an author for years. I've been writing since I was a kid. I've I've had messages and just things that were trying to come out of me and going being on this journey being activated to that nth degree as I said with my own twin flame connection and dynamic and awakening it turned on all the lights and connected to all the guides and connected to in such a way that I was being like like this ding 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 inside of me going this it wants to be birth it needs it needs to be now um I went into that book thinking, oh, okay, I know all this knowledge, this wisdom about twin flames. I'll just sit down and share everything I know and start typing it up. Well, little did I know in doing that that it took on a, an energy all of its own. And next thing I know, I'm spilling my guts and story out to like purging my soul through it. And it became such an inspiration and was also such a liberation on my part because I literally went to the next level just sharing it, just opening my own self up as I connected to the guides and I became basically a vessel to bring in a message for people around the world. I can't tell you the messages I receive every day to the impactful insight that it's given people. And I got to tell you, somebody just messaged me this last week and said to me, I was read your book like a year or two ago. I don't remember the time. It's been a while. And then she says, and I pulled it out and I'm studying it again. And I thought, wow, because see, the people have told me too, they've read it, read it two, three, and four times. I've heard up to that. And multiple people have told me that. And each time getting a different experience because it carries so many layers and so many dimensions that every time you go through it, 
it creates a different experience for you, and it's exactly where you need to be. And when I said personally that I finished that book, first of all, I didn't speak to a soul for five days, and I laid in bed and cried and lost 10 pounds because I was so freeing, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I my life is never going to be the same again because I knew what was in it, and I knew it was bigger than me, and I knew I'd only birthed it, and I – when I launched it, basically, I said, I'm launching my soul into the stratosphere. And it has its own entity, and it does what it wants. And I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> I, that's amazing that you could put that out there like that. I'm sure it's helping countless people. I'm looking at your, your site, and I notice you have 11, 11 key codes. And there's synchronicity there for me because I've been angel numbers, Synchronicity mm-hmm. with the time, 1111, 111, 222, 333, 444, whatever you want to do with that. I've, I've been yes. receiving those and been aware of them for like six months. I want to ask, what's, mm-hmm. your, what's your take on this 1111 key code? And, and can you describe it for audience? Yeah, absolutely. So the 1111 number is the awake-up code, the awakening to your higher self, your higher consciousness, And what I want to say when I say wake up, you're waking up to another dimension, another time, another kind of space, another connection to this source energy that I was describing, meaning you know you've got some kind of communication going on and you don't know why or how, but it's like something is like just happening. And people, I've had people even that I know that know what I do that just last week contacted me like, Everybody thinks I'm crazy, and like I think I'm crazy, and I thought you were crazy, but oh my God, you can't make this up. These numbers are showing up everywhere. And so, like, basically, the wake up code to the 1111 represents this unification that I'm talking about because one is a unified number. And the way I just, I talk about this in my book, where the 11 and the 11 represent a set of 11 and 11 on each side, and the the two ones on the left represent that divine feminine energy that I talked about. And the two on the right represent the divine masculine energy that I talked about. And basically within that, each one also represents feminine and masculine energy. So if you take the one on the left, that's considered like the feminine twin. The one on the right is the masculine twin. So it's also bringing twin flames into the reunion with this unification of the self it brings you together and it's just showing how that energy comes together it's also an angel number that's considered like you know just kind of typical angel number but like i also have been shown every number you just kind of named off there i've been kind of downloaded what each of those mean and i could share that but i don't know if you want to do that here but i do know what those numbers (laughs) mean for for all of those sequences you've said based on my own understanding and I'll be writing more about that. <laughs> I love, I look forward to reading about it. I know we're running low on time, but I, I just think this is such an amazing topic for me to have you on to talk about. What do you have coming up? Uh, I know your website's www.twinflameexpert.com. Is there any events or retreats or anything you want to share with our audience if they yeah. go on your site that you can share with them at this point. I think it's the best time. To yeah. Do so. so I want to tell two things. Like the number one thing I, I would like to say is, and I wish I'd had this in advance because I have a free your soul checklist or um, actually I have a great place that they can get this um, on my Instagram page. So if they can go to twin flame expert on 
my Instagram page, and then they go into that link on that buy in the bio. There is a free your soul checklist. It's a free ebook that I have that's to complete your soul contract. So all of those steps I was talking about earlier about, you know, being able to cancel contracts and cut energetic cords and um, let go of your, like your vows and your debts. I have a blueprint and how to do that inside of that ebook. So that would be perfect. So again, you go to Instagram at Twin Flame Expert and go in my bio and the link, you will find that free ebook. Powerful stuff. But in addition to that part, uh yeah, I have a lot. And about the twin flame telepathy and the constant communication, there's another ebook in there that could get as well. Very powerful stuff. (laughs) So map out the quantum physics and a blueprint of that in there. So that I actually have a lot of free resources. I also have loads and loads and loads of YouTube videos and I reboot your twin soul YouTube 11 part series that you can also get on that same link and Instagram. So there's lots of things there. But one thing I do want to share really quickly that is coming up. Sure. Got probably a little behind with the pandemic, but um, I am bringing into mass distribution through a publishing company that I signed with last year to bring out for mass distribution, to my knowledge, to be the first twin flame um, Oracle card deck to come in mass distribution. And I wrote about this in my book and I also channeled that in and it's by the time it comes out, it's going to be about a four and a half year project and it's so divine and it's so beautiful and I'm so excited. There's more information on that on my website as well about saying it's coming. So um, that's very exciting. That sounds amazing. I can't wait to to look into your other stuff, your e-course and all that. And I'm also looking for those Oracle cards. So definitely hit me yes. up and let me know when those come out because I'll promote them for you as well. I think, you know, it's great that you can dedicate your personal experiences and your gifts to helping become a positive influence for so many thousands of twin flames around the world, star seeds and light, work, light workers as well. I want to ask you yes. a final question. If you were a spirit animal, what spirit animal would you be and why? Oh, wow. (laughs) Definitely the swan. (laughs) And I wrote about this, but I am the swan, actually. I'm the majestic (laughs) swan. And I'm going to grab something, and I'll tell you why, if if hopefully I have time to, to read this really quick, because this is why. Because I choose to come out because I am the majestic swan goddess. I speak up, I step up, and I stand out. I'm empowered, reflecting supreme radiance because I give myself permission to be me. I express my authentic self and embody an expanded emotional range. I have come into alignment with my highest truth, and I am a symbol of the light uh, that shines not only from source, but in and through myself to others. And I'm committed to allowing this and letting this light shine for others to follow. In doing so, I portray an image of ease and grace. I exemplify wonder in motion. I hold my head high and I stand tall with confidence, helping me glow forward with steadfast inner peace and purity. I am a courageous mystique being, experiencing harmonic balance of my inner masculine and inner feminine energies, creating oneness with my divine self. When I am in perfect alignment, it produces personal empowerment that generates supreme joy and spiritual enlightenment as I live moment to moment in the all that I am present. 
That's my that's swan beautiful. goddess. And there's a story behind you know, it in my book and even more, but that's, that's what it would be. And that's why. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And let me tell you this. We'll end on a very positive note there. I just want to share our audience. I met you through Instagram, actually. And mm-hmm. I'm very excited that we were able to create this interview in this episode because I really do think a lot of members of my audience are going to get enlightened with this information. Mm-hmm. If they're struggling with their own issues, self-love or overcoming adversity. It doesn't have to just be the twin flame dynamic. It could be acknowledging your own shadow self and, and being able to yes. ascend and become better. And I, I do think that the stuff that you're, that you're sharing with us is so pivotal, important, and impactful in a good way. And that's why I just want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing this information with us because of how important it is. It is my honor. It is my duty and it is my twin flame mission. And I really thank you for allowing me to come here and share my shine. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> I've, I've been doing it the whole show, of course, but when yeah. <laughs> you get your Oracle cards out, your Oracle cards out, can you come back on and share them with us and we can discuss them? Absolutely. Absolutely. I would love that. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank I know you. we're running low on time, but thank you so much. And I appreciate you coming on the show. Once again, if anyone wants to find you, it's www.twinflameexpert.com. Is there any other contact information other than that you'd suggest? Basically, that's it other than unless you want to get plugged into Twin Flame Expert on all my social media, but especially my YouTube and my Instagram. That would be perfect. And, you know, as far as ways to also direct message there as well or comment or follow. Do you have a handle for your YouTube to share with us? Is it, is it it's Twin Flame Harmony Expert. or? It's Twin Flame. Twin Flame Expert. Expert. Okay. Perfect. Yes. I'll start following you on there as well. Subscribe for all, to you. all the social medias are Twin Flame Expert. Well, that's great. You really, truly are a Twin Flame Expert, and I thank you so much for gracing us with uh, this interview today. <laughs> it's my pleasure. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. Thank you. You Bye. too. Thank you. I just want to thank Dr. Harmony for coming on the show. I, as I indicated earlier, I don't usually share personal details with my audience too often, but I've, on, I've been on my own journey since last fall after ending an eight and a half year relationship and moving into my own territory and coming across somebody who's motivated me in a very positive way. I believe heavily in this stuff. I believe that we do have those people in our lives that we come across who reshape who we are, our understanding of ourselves, the way we connect with others, our trust with one another, being able to actually, like Dr. Harmony said, putting that mirror up to yourself and giving yourself a hard look and being comfortable with what you see. And if there are things about yourself you don't see, well, you can make those changes. I've been going through that for the last four months. I should really say I've been purging. When I say purging, it means identifying those areas of your life, at least it's just my take on it, identifying those areas of your life that you'd like to work on that you maybe never get to because you just never had the motivation, you don't have the reason, and you have so many other things going on, you make excuses, you know, I'm too busy, my job, my family, my schedule's too short or whatever it is, too tight. When you come across a twin flame, they shatter all those excuses. They shatter all that lack of motivation. They open you up. Whether or not you realize that, they will open you up in ways that you've never been opened up before. And I believe it's a very positive experience. Don't get me wrong. It's also very grueling and torturesome, torturous. Because when you connect so strongly to somebody who might be your twin flame and they pull away from you, and you're kind of left holding the bag and you're not really sure why or what just happened or if you'll ever reconnect. Those are things that, that pass through your mind as you go through this experience. But then there's that letting go and surrendering, 
which I've just recently done in the last few weeks. And what I mean by that is you let go of those fears. You let go of those negative thoughts. I always tell people I work with in, in the psychic context, uh, clients of mine, let go of what if thought. Let go of those doubts. Let go of those fears of what will happen if. What would happen if I do this? What's the worst case scenario of what can occur? Those things likely never happen. And it, you're just you're creating distance with people that can really help you when you do that. From an outside looking in, people who experience the twin flame dynamic might seem a little off to their close friends and family members if they've never experienced that dynamic themselves. Because as I said, it's a growth process. It's a transformative experience. As Dr. Harmony said, it's an ascension. You become like, like a swan in her context or a butterfly. You come out of the cocoon and you spread your wings and you, you, you flourish. Keep in mind, these things are very powerful things. I feel grateful that I've experienced what I've gone through the last year. My transformations on a personal level have just been incredible. And I'm so grateful to the person I think might be a twin flame of mine for coming into my life and giving me the very positive experiences I've had. Even with the negativity of you know, not being together or communicating, I've learned through my purging and through my soul work to forgive. Not just to forgive this person, but to forgive my exes, forgive friends, forgive family members. The pandemic helps you do all that as well. Uh, the twin flame dynamic during a pandemic is amped up and on, on unbelievable, I would say, just a deep soul searching process. When you're by yourself, you're quarantining, you're going through this, you're exposing your negativity, your, your negative things within yourself that you want to work on, it, it really does become a transformation. And so if anyone's struggling to have clarity, because that's something so often we seek, reassurance and clarity. If you desire clarity and you're confused and you're frustrated and you're hurt, I went through all those stages, even managed to forgive one of my family members, like my father, who I never had a relationship with because of this process. And I try to do things like become more organized and delegate things. I don't, I mean, just on so many levels. Anyway, I want to share this with you. Dr. Harmony, I can tell you very, very confidently, knows what she's talking about. She is a twin flame expert. Go to her site. I wish I had discovered her last year. I probably would have had clarity in September of last year instead of waiting till July. But listen, it's important that you check her out. Twinflameexpert.com. She has a twin flame code breaker book and all these various resources that you can check out and, and, and look at and consult. And I'm not saying that there's not other sites out there. Of course, there are other sites. But this one resonated with me. Dr. Harmony's system and everything she's doing, it resonated very strongly and very positively with me. I wanted to share that with our audience because everyone's on their own path. You know, one of the other issues with this stuff is divine timing. You might be ready to connect with your twin flame, but your twin flame may not even recognize it. They may not be grounded. They may not understand it. They might fear it. They might run away from it. They may have other personal issues affecting them. Never take personally anything that happens in this dynamic. Understand it's more karmic and it's soulful, and it's spiritual, and it's transformative. So it's like enrolling in a difficult class that you really don't like to be at, but you know being there is good for you. Embrace it like that. Express it and understand it. One of Dr. Harmony's quotes that I like from her site, I found my greatest breakthrough on the other side of my greatest resistance. That resonates with me. For me, my greatest resistance was letting go. Letting go and surrendering in the sense that you can Offer it up to God and the universe. You live your life. You gain insight. You move forward, but you don't move on. You will always have that respect for your twin flame person. And if they come back, you can see where things go. 
But if they don't come back, for whatever reason, if there's a delay in timing, because some twin flames might take years to get back to you. Others might be a few months, a few weeks, or a few days, whatever it is. When they come back, just know that that dynamic is a mutually beneficial relationship designed to transform both of you and help you both ascend so that you may help everyone else in this world through your interactions. Your development of unconditional love, your purging of the negativity, your ability to forgive, your ability to maybe open up, be more confident about yourself, have the ability to express yourself and communicate effectively. Maybe before this dynamic, you couldn't do that. Maybe before coming across a twin flame, you didn't really know what true love could be or what that unconditional dynamic of love. It may not even be a romantic love. It might be a just mutual support, close relationship. Whatever it is, if and when you have a twin flame dynamic enter your life, I encourage you to celebrate it. I encourage you to learn everything you can about it. Be a sponge. Soak up as much about it as you can, because there's a reason why you're experiencing it at a certain time and period of your life. I want to thank, as I said previously, Dr. Harmony for coming on. And I'm excited about our shows going forward. Uh, we're going to have some great guests. And if anyone has any questions, you can always reach out to me, info at the letter D, socialpsychicradio.com. I welcome anyone's input or feedback. And I thank you for tuning into the show. And I hope each of you are safe, that you stay positive during this pandemic and during these uncertain times, and that you reach out to each other, care for each other, express your love for one another. We are all very blessed. And my heart goes out to all any COVID victims, any family members that might be sick. I pray that you receive loving, healing energy from the collective of our world. And may each of us have the ability to understand that even though we're living in this type of climate and these uncertain times right now, it's going to get better. It might be a new normal, but it's going to get better. It's starting to get better already. And it's just all about viewpoints and perspective. So stay with the positive mindset, surround yourselves with love, reach out to those you care about and that you want to communicate with. Let them know you love them. Let them know how important they are to you. Those are healing things that I think can really make a difference in your daily experience. Until next time, thanks again for tuning into the show. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook, and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind. Embrace your paradigms and know that the universe is always yours to explore. Are you looking for that perfect gift to express your appreciation for your loved one or bestie? Well, look no further. Royal Susie offers one-of-a-kind designs with genuine high-quality crystals, stones and the most precious of metals that are guaranteed to satisfy the urges of your inner king or queen. Each piece is handcrafted with love and is sure to inspire and captivate all. Indulge yourself by visiting Royal Susie's website at www.royalsusie.com for splendid items like agate bookends, impressively crystal-studded bottle stoppers, and beautifully handcrafted nightlights that will charm every room in your home. Royal Susie's featured collections will truly delight your guests and always make them feel welcome. Any questions? Contact Royal Susie directly by email at royalsusiedesigns at yahoo.com. 
With the Baker's Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices. For the win! Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Baker's Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at bakersplus.com and start saving. Baker's. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Baker's. Fresh for everyone. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interview. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.